Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, welcome back to Simpin' After Dark, everybody. It's your girl, Ashley Mendoza, back for episode two of season six. Got another solo episode for you today, but it's going to be a fun one. I kind of went crazy with the clips I'm going to play. I know last episode I did like six songs. Today I'm playing uh, eight. I am going to be going over Baby Tate's latest drop. It's a mixtape. It's R&B and it is rap. It is really, really good. There's 14 songs, so I'm doing a little bit over half. They are all bops, don't get me wrong, but I had to narrow it down to like my faves, but I'm probably just going to be getting into like deeper into three of them that kind of tie together. But before we do all that, um, I want to announce the Cycle Lover Volume 3 episode, the Halloween special edition that i do i've done for the past couple years or so yes so um i put out a post on instagram if you don't follow me on instagram instagram go there so that you can get all the updates but yeah i want you guys to send me in clips about your dating horror stories pretty much if you have ever been a psycho in a relationship or if you've dealt with the psycho let me know email me at simpinafterdark at gmail.com or you could dm me on instagram as well you can send me voice voice recordings sorry i can't talk right now voice recordings on um in an email because if you send it on instagram i can't really save them or anything like that so yeah hit me up if you have any questions about that um for example like one i always think about is a story about a girl that went on a date to autozone and not to AutoZone. She was supposed to go on a date and this dude was like, oh, um, I just need to stop by AutoZone real quick. And they ended up being in there for like an hour or two hours or like some crazy ass shit. Like literally that's a fucking horror story to me. Could you imagine? Could you fucking imagine? Like shoot me, I would, yeah. So felt bad for that girl, but that's just an example, but there are wide varieties. You can go back and listen to previous episodes about that from previous years if you want to get a better idea but you can always just ask me if you have any questions 
Um, but yeah, I'm so excited for today's episode. Last episode, I talked about Ari Lennox, and guess what? She finally dropped the music video for POF, and it is so fucking fire, bro. Like, the looks she was serving, and like, there's a whole storyline to it. It's about her just dating POF. It's like plenty of fish, so it's like her having to dig through all the shitty ass fish in the sea to find one that she likes and at the end she's just like fuck this it's pretty good it's funny she was serving all the looks so yeah i appreciate that music video um yeah chef's kiss the visuals everything but today um actually let me give you a rundown about what i'm gonna be talking about so you guys know so i have a few of the songs picked out from manny petty which is the name of the mixtape and then I am definitely doing a pick me patrol today. Don't you worry. I know I did not have time to get to it last time, but I will get to it today. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then whatever else just rolls into my brain to talk about, I will get into. But first, Manny Petty by Baby Tate, FKA Young Baby Tate. I guess she dropped the young because it was just her way to transition into just being more grown and I get it I get it but I mean she still has the word baby in there but it's cute she's cute she's so freaking talented I'm gonna be honest I never really listened to her that much I knew like her popular song I think it dropped last year um featuring Flo Millie what is it called I am the ultimate manifestation song okay so I had heard that and then like a few of the singles that were leading up to this mixtape but now that I listened to this, I went back to listen to her previous albums and songs, and she is really, really talented. I always thought she was more of a rapper, but um, apparently she has been singing like I, she's a freaking R&B girl, and I love it. This mixtape, though, is very, very inspired by 2000s R&B, which I freaking love. Like, obviously, I grew up on that. I was like... 13 around that time you know preteen teen era so this was a little bit nostalgic but I love that okay because she has a few samples throughout the mixtape but it's not in like a very gimmicky way where it's like outplayed I feel like these days most artists are using samples like overusing them it's kind of annoying like there's like that lotto song with the Mariah Carey sample and like it's a good song don't get me wrong but it's not really my cup of tea. I feel like even like Saweetie does that shit and it's cool. But if like that's all you're doing, it kind of just gets overdone. So I love that Baby Tate was able to put out this album without it being overly like, oh, here's a sample. Like, hey, hey. you know, it just gets kind of annoying low key. So she was able to make it her own thing. It was like just a beautiful love letter to 2000s R&B. It's very relevant and just modern still, but very much nostalgic. I loved it, and um, it has been on repeat for the past few days. She's also been just pumping out music, like just dropping solid-ass songs, like back-to-back for years now. So um, recently she dropped a remix of a song that is actually on the Simpin' After Dark playlist on Spotify, it's called Sailor Moon by Leia. Baby Tate hopped on there. They did a remix, an actual remix remix. I'm not talking about like, oh, somebody hops on and adds a verse. I'm talking about like they actually remixed the song, like 
change the tempo up completely different beat. It's like a dance mix, like a little bit house maybe. I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, it's really, really good. Go check it out if you haven't. And the visuals for it are super cute. I wish they would drop like a music video, but we'll see. All right, so first off, she starts off with the song Ain't No Love which I think was one of the singles. I think it was trending on TikTok. I remember her on my FYP doing like a dance to it. And then um, Sierra stitched it because she actually uses a Sierra sample. It's a song called O featuring Ludacris, which by the way, Sierra and Ludacris also have another song, Ride. So 2000s was just such a freaking time to be alive. Like I wish I would have been a little bit older, but looking back, it was still so funny like I have so many memories to that time in my life this was the era where everyone was dancing and busting out sick-ass choreography like music videos just full-fledged having a whole dance off like in front of a car or some shit like that and she has two chains on this song I love his verse he killed it this whole song is a mood okay so ain't no love refers to ain't no love in the club which is also, I feel like, a little nod to Usher. He has a song called Love in This Club, which is about sex. This one is more about, like, you're not going to get no love in the club. Like, if you find me in the club, like, don't even try it. It's not going to happen. I'm here to have fun with my girls. We're popping bottles, living our life. We have our table. Like, get out of here if you're dusty, pretty much. Or just anybody. Like, I feel like the club should be for girls only. The club is definitely a girl activity because we like to dance like why do boys go to the club just to like bother girls pretty much exactly so I kind of noticed with the Sierra sample that she uses getting crunk off in the club we get low but baby Tate changed it to ain't no love in this club we get in dough so that was pretty cool kind of like a her own interpretation on it but I fucking love it and let me actually just play a little clip of it so you guys can understand. I can't even lie, I'm a savage. Maybe you could try with the next bitch. Begging for her, don't wait too much. <laughs> Leave a nigga stuck, I don't give a fuck. Turns up in a club, I got them bottles, big mood. Dripping head to toe, yeah, I'm that bitch, my girl's too. Why you in my ear, don't wanna hear about your who? Okay, a bop. So I definitely just want to like hop in my car, drive around with my girls and dance to this, you know, just to work in the backseat. I love when she says, dripping head to toe, I'm that bitch, my girls too. Because it's like, yes, me and my girls, we all look good together. We're all bad bitches. We're here to have fun. That's pretty much the mood of this song. So it's just a fun little intro into the mixtape. There's one song before this, but this was like my first one where I was like, yes. Okay, and then the third track is called Do Better. Let me play a clip of that. Why the hell you always go back to him? Can't be that good. Girl, you better get yourself a rose. Need to leave that man in the past tense. Cause he's so wack and he ain't even got you crying in a row. So tell me what you crying for. Okay, I love it so much. I think this one and um, 
What's Love are my favorite ones. I added What's Love to the Simpin' After Dark playlist on Spotify, but I was like between these two, like, which one do I like more? So if you listen to the lyrics, it's very much just about her giving her friend advice, basically just questioning her, like, why are you still with this whack-ass dude? Like, leave him. You could do better. You could do so much better. I love this genre of songs in R&B and just in general. So the chorus is, why the hell you always go back to him? Dick can't be that good. Girl, you better get yourself a rose. So if you are on social media at all, you know the rose has popped off. I probably have talked about it before. Um, Yeah, I don't want to get too explicit about it. I don't have one. But if you guys have one, let me know because I can't be trusting all these Twitter reviews. I'm like, are you guys all bots? Like, there's no way all you bitches have a rose unless you do. Maybe it is that good. But let me know if you have one and if it is worth the hype because it's really cute and it looks like it would work good. Like the way they describe it. Yeah, I'm gonna need one if it's actually that good. And she makes a good point by like bringing that up to her friend. There's even a part where she says like, you need to get a dildo, get yourself a rose because I feel like some girls really just want sex and dick and they put up with the worst just to have that. And there's no way the dick is that good for you to be out here getting embarrassed dealing with someone that is just treating you like dirt. I feel like that is the weakest you can be is sticking around for some dick. And I think it stems down to just wanting to feel loved But, like, just go connect with your friends. Like, get yourself a rose, like she said, and find yourself some peace because dick is never worth it. So then she says, need to leave that man in the past tense because he's so whack and he ain't even got you crying in a rolls. And that shit is just so real as a fuck because I understand that. Okay, you know how people always joke about like, I'd rather be crying in a Rolls, for example, or I'd rather be crying in a nice hotel on a vacation on an island somewhere in a mansion, whatever, than crying in an apartment or something. You know, like it kind of pushes this idea that if someone is showering you with gifts and giving you money and all this, that you should stick around So that's a little toxic, but I do think there needs to be a nice balance, you know, because nobody's perfect. So if they're going to be over here fucking up on accident, hurting you on accident, learning the ropes, like learning your boundaries and all that, right? Then, okay, maybe it's worth it if you know that they're trying, but they have to make it worth it, I think. So I think there does need to be a balance. Like, yeah, they need to be giving you gifts and taking you out and trying to show you love in the best way that they can without fucking it up. Like, you can't fuck up buying someone a nice gift, right? So if you don't know how to be the perfect partner in a relationship, not perfect, but a good partner, then I think the least you can do is to make up for it, you know? Like, if you're going to be constantly apologizing apologize with some cash like I don't care how toxic that sounds like I think it is just solid great advice okay like if they're not doing that for you and you're like to the point where you're just crying all the time then realize like why are you here like they don't even got you crying in a rolls what are you doing let's be smarter than that right 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. But I understand how that's a slippery slope because I definitely can see how some guys would hear that and think that it's okay for them to treat a girl like shit as long as they're paying for everything. Like very Andrew Tate-esque, which is fucking shitty. Biggest red flag you could ever fucking see if a guy ever says he likes Andrew Tate or says some dumb shit like that. Just thank God that this man is that stupid to say that out loud because that's the red flag and now you can leave, right? That mentality is just so dangerous. It could definitely just lead to just way worse shit than just making you cry. In the pre-chorus, she says, he never been good for you. So many men could do what he couldn't do. I even know some girls that could do it too. Think I'm being funny. These bitches are having money. He treat you like a dummy. So um, shout out to her. She is openly bisexual, which I love. She kind of just drops that in like some lines and some songs sometimes. And I love that she said this too. I actually just saw a TikTok the other day. This girl was talking about how once she started dating girls, like once she dated a girl that it was very hard for her to go back to guys because her being a girl, she was kind of in the position to do all these things for a girl that she liked. You know, it's things that a guy should be doing for a girl that they like, right? Things that anyone should be doing for somebody that they like. And she realized how easy it was. Like, she was like, yeah, I went to the store. I just realized how easy it is to just pick up some flowers. I realized how easy it is to just take someone out and plan a date. So once she realized how easy it was to be in that position of what, like, you know, men are expected to do, obviously in, like, a heteronormative point of view, she, like, why would you want to? Like, it would be such a slap in the face after that to see to put up with someone that's not willing to do the bare minimum when it's so easy. So I love that she said this because I've never dated a girl, but I'm sure girls will be spoiling you too and taking care of you. So I don't think you should limit yourself and you should always be open to explore your sexuality. If you're single, why not? Yeah. So I love this song. It's super cute and kind of random side note. 
I'm always like looking at the writing credits. Um, PMB Rock has writing credits on this song. RIP to him. Um, I honestly probably knew only like a couple songs from him. I didn't listen to him like that at all. But that story was wild. It was really fucking tragic and just sad altogether. If you're on Twitter, you saw how his girlfriend slash baby mama got like dragged to help people were like wishing death on her quick little summary so he got shot um at a waffle house in la somewhere he died they robbed him and killed him and everyone was blaming his girlfriend afterwards because she had posted on her instagram story that she was there and people were blaming her, saying that it's her fault that his ops showed up and did that. It was really fucking sad. And, like, I understand where people were coming from because apparently they had had issues where he had been robbed before and he didn't like her posting. And, like, I think that's just, like, a pretty known thing. As a woman, you should be very conscious about not posting. Don't ever post where you're at until you leave. You never know who's out there keeping an eye on you. You might not even know, like, you have a stalker yet. So it's just not smart. So I see where people were coming from, but at the end of the day, it wasn't her fault. Like, that ended up coming out that they were there already before she posted that. But it's actually really fucked up. She just finally spoke out about the incident since it happened. Um, By the way, today is October 14th, so I'm recording this today. By the time this drops, it's going to be in a couple weeks, so... There might be updates or this might feel old to you, but I just think this is really important. I want to talk about it because um, she got taken to interrogation right after that happened. Like she didn't even get to get in the ambulance with him. It's really fucking sad. So she's saying that she didn't even find out that he didn't make it until like after everyone, probably after the Internet. Like she was in the interrogation room just wondering what the fuck happened. So imagine being her. First of all, being the last one to find out that you're freaking the love of your life, the father of your children, your freaking man, he's dead. And then you find out that the internet is blaming you and wishing death on you. I can't even imagine what the fuck she is going through right now. Like, oh my God, that is so sad. I don't know. It's so freaking heartbreaking. And it's just shitty that everyone wants to blame women for everything like even if you're not doing anything wrong like people will find a way to blame you i remember some other shit went down i don't remember if it was a rapper or what it was there was a story going around on twitter about this guy went to this girl's house to hook up and her ex-boyfriend showed up and killed the guy because he was fucking psycho everyone was blaming the girl like somebody shot pmb rock somebody shot this guy and the girls were getting blamed in both of these stories instead of the actual fucking killer. Like, I'm not even fucking lying. After this PMB story, I seen the most fucked up tweet. Huge, huge trigger warning. Um, I'm going to paraphrase because I didn't screenshot or anything. I reported the freaking profile and it got suspended and then deleted, I think, after. I'm sure more people reported it because it had a bunch of likes, which is sickening. But um, this guy literally was like, if I ever die over a bitch, I hope she gets raped in the street till she bleeds out. Yeah, so men are fucking psychotic and just terrible, terrifying people. Not all men, but men like this and all the men that like that shit. And like the crazy thing to me is like whenever women say 
men ain't shit or like men are fucking terrifying blah 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 or even like drew off gets so much hate about her reaction towards men and men instead of coming after the guys that caused her to have this reaction they come after her and tell her that what she's doing is wrong and she's just bullying she's doing the same thing like please go to hell oh my god like i don't know how men can be this dense and girls do this shit too so uh, pick me i don't know how they could be this dense it is not the same fucking thing so when women speak out about men doing crazy shit the least you could do honestly respectfully is just shut up that's the least you could do just shut up you know you should be supporting and helping but if you're doing anything more than shutting up like if you're speaking up to tell her that she's like wrong or she's being too mean or you don't like her tone her delivery or that what she's saying is too rude whatever or not all men if you open your mouth to even say that then you're just as bad as all these other guys like just shut up like this shit clearly happens and if i see this shit online all the time other women see this shit online that's why they're all speaking out then i know other men are seeing this shit so if you're not going to be calling out these men for saying that shit, then the least you could just do is shut the fuck up respectfully. But yeah, that was crazy. Um, random side note tangent. I know I just went on, but yeah, he had writing credits on that song. Do better. So shout out to him and his legacy and i hope his girlfriend is doing okay i can't imagine what she's going through and yeah there's any men listening to this or women that were going after the girlfriend just i encourage you to not be so quick to jump on that bandwagon to just question your bias and question like why you're so quick to go after and blame a woman and I'm not sitting here saying I haven't done it. I'm like, we're conditioned to be this way. And that's why when I talk about this, like, people feel like they're being attacked. And it's like, you're not. Like, people are just talking about it. I'm just talking about this because I understand that we are conditioned to be this way. So then the next song is called Karma. And this song is a bop for sure, too. The little intro kind of <laughs> reminds me of the intro to Mario's song. I don't want to know. Also from the 2000s. So I'm saying like all this shit is so reminiscent and I love it so much. So karma by the title, you could tell it's her wishing karma on some dude that did her dirty. She's just wishing everything he did to her back to him. You know, like he hurt her feelings like he hurt her. He led her on and she's like, you know what? I can't wait till you get yours. And I hope that I get to see it. <laughs> and we've all been there. It is definitely not good energy to have. You know, everyone says, like, just let it go. Like, it's only hurting you more than it's hurting them. Eh. You know what? It's okay to wish negative karma. I stand by that. And some people deserve the karma. And I think it's okay to want to be a witness to it, you know, just to make sure. Like, what? Be for real. So let me play a clip of that. 
One day you're gonna look up and be pissed That you really tried to do the baddest bitch like this I'll be waiting on the moment like kids at Christmas And you getting what you deserve's the only thing on my wish list I wish and hope and pray for that day I pray the next time you drink Hennessy You try to laugh and that shit go out your nose And burn your sinuses so bad that you can't see for six days straight The bitch you think you love gon' shatter you And I can't wait Until karma comes for you Said I can't wait I love that verse so much. So that's at the end of verse two. So she says at the beginning, she's like, one day you're going to look up and be pissed that you really tried to do the baddest bitch like this. And yeah, that part, because when someone does you dirty, I think even if it's not true, like sometimes karma doesn't get people or like maybe you won't get to see it. But in that moment when you get hurt, I think that's the only thing you could think. And you just wish that they could feel your hurt, you know? That's all it really is. It's not like you really wish ill will and like want them to really get hurt. But in that moment, you just wish that they could actually feel how they made you feel. And, you know, you do hear stories a lot about guys fumbling girls and like really regretting it one day. There's always like I feel more guys have uh, stories about the one that got away versus girls. I think girls have more stories about like, thank God I got out of that shit. So if we're being realistic and honest, it makes sense that there's a lot of songs about girls feeling this way. You know, Summer Walker has a song called Karma, which is a fucking certified bop, okay? So this feeling is universal and it's totally normal. So then she says, I'll be waiting on the moment like kids at Christmas and you get what you deserve is the only thing on my wish list. I wish and hope and pray for that day. And then this part's my favorite. She says... I pray the next time you drink Hennessy, you try to laugh and that shit go out your nose and burn your sinuses so bad that you can't see for six days straight. The bitch you think you love going to shatter you and I can't wait. Oh, I love that. So fucking good. And then the chorus, she's like quoting what a guy said to her and just her like wishing for somebody to say it back to him saying, I never fucked with you like that in the first place. And this shit never mattered. So why you hurt Bay? We was never dating. We was just chilling. So can you please try to contain all your feelings? Ew, I'm so sorry if somebody has ever told that to you. It's so manipulative, but that's why you got to like set shit straight from the beginning. You cannot ever play that go with the flow game. It's too dangerous. So if you want to do that, go ahead. You are fucking brave and you are strong and I salute you. But I don't know. It's too easy to catch feelings out of nowhere. Like you could tell yourself it's nothing, but you never, you just never know. Cause that's the way love and feelings work is you can't control them. You can't contain your emotions as much as guys like to be like, Oh, girls are emotional and guys just have a better grasp on their feelings. Like, no, this happens to guys too. Guys get hurt all the time and guys meet their maker sometimes like they do get their karma and they meet that one girl that they fall for and then turns out she's on the same shit that they were on with some other girl that they played with so we love karma she says oh yeah when she break you down i hope that you feel it the same way i did i guess karma's a real bitch like do you know how hurt you have to be to want somebody to feel that hurt like damn all right, so the next song that I really liked is one that's been out, Slut Him Out, but this one's titled Slut Him Out Again because she got um, Callie on the remix. So let me just play it because this song is such a fucking bop. 
I'ma do a trick on him if he throw that paper Hit him with that gawk, call me Tony Hawk I'm a skater, I get gnarly, bitch, I get gross Wait until you see what I could do with my toes I'm finna turn that nigga to a slut and barose And then I'm busting 21 times on his nose I'm just tryna slut this nigga out Bobble on his kids, then spit him in his mouth I told him slut me up like spaghetti He thought he was a freak till he met me And now I'm finna show him what it's about I'm finna slut this nigga out Okay, <laughs> I love this song so much. You know I love a fucking good-ass freak anthem. So there's really not too much I want to talk about this song at all. I just wanted to play the clip because it's fun. Kind of break up the the moody songs with this little fun freak song. Like, the lyrics are just too good. She said, gargle on his kids and spit them in his mouth. I told him slurp me up like spaghetti. I freaking can't. I love it. And then for Callie's verse, there's one, just like one part that I, it was just cracking me up. She said, finna cuss this dude out if he keep missing the clit. I love that. Because Google is free. Like, if it is 2022 and someone still can't find your clit, they hate you. Or they're just really not all there. And you don't need to be messing around with someone that's not all there. Google's free. That's all I got to say about this song. But then it goes into the next song, Manny, which I really love, too. It's also kind of, um, actually, there's one song in between Manny and this one, but I'm talking about Manny. But it's also um, a very, you know, freaky song, but it's more on the sensual side, which I love because I think there's definitely a difference, you know, like there's straight up just like raunchy and horny and sexual and we love all that. Don't get me wrong, but a good sensual song it's more romantic. It's more sweet, but still freaky. It's like the perfect balance. You know, I love me some balance duality, you know, like not just all freak, like give me some sensualness too. And I think that comes more with having a connection with someone sometimes, not always, but this song for sure, Manny is about just craving someone so badly that you just want them to put your hands on you and just wanting to fill them and just them being near you, just driving you wild because you just like are falling for them so hard. And if you need direction, oh, I'll show you everything and more. Let me round your finger like a dime. It's going down, baby, you know what time it is. We're not taking no fights, don't care how high you that song her vocals are so good on that i was listening to her older stuff so like i mentioned she's always been a singer but i feel like this album really highlights her vocals a lot more i feel like she just let loose more and like really went in on singing yeah so that's pretty much that song i just wanted to play it like i told you guys i'm just trying to have fun on this episode and play all the songs so let me know if you guys prefer when I pick one song and like really deep dive or if I do multiple songs kind of and just like weave them all together. I have fun either way, but I just like pushing the buttons to play the songs, <laughs> to be honest. Feels like I'm having a little like session with my friends just showing each other music. 
Which I love that feature on Spotify where you can like create a session with people and like add songs to the same queue. So you're both like listening at the same time. Or like if you're hanging out together, like both of you are on Bluetooth and then you can both add to the queue. So shout out Spotify for that. I don't know if Apple Music has that. I don't have that, but that's what this feels like to me. So it's fun. Okay, so the next song I want to talk about is called for lifers it's about falling for someone and being scared and like they're just so amazing that you just can't help to let your guard down you know I don't know so much about if they're that amazing but that's you know when you're in that like really falling for someone stage where you can't really control your feelings like you once you're falling like you're falling it's free fall there's nothing stopping you till you hit the ground or they catch you hopefully and I think that is like the big trade off with falling for someone is you just have to hope that it's worth it because if it is, then like, hell yeah, like, oh my God, it's going to be amazing. Like you found your person, your four lifer, but if not, it's going to fucking suck. But that's how much we crave love and connection is we're willing to put ourselves in a position to get hurt just in case it works out, which is crazy to me, but I get it it's human so this song at first like I was like what the fuck is um why does this sound so familiar but then obviously I was like okay it's like a little I don't want to say sample but the melody is based on a Mariah Carey song also from the early 2000s the emancipation of Mimi which was a really great Mariah Carey album I freaking love it so much so she has a song called mine again which is so fucking good like Mariah is the queen of just like making you feel all the emotions and just getting you in your feelings oh my god that song is really fire I don't have a clip of it but let me play the clip of this song for lifers so I figured that I'd give you a chance because you never know a little then I might just turn you to my man now I could be wrong but the feeling is so strong so strong because I don't know what it is yeah so the chorus when she says if i fall in love this time so mariah's song mine again the chorus she says maybe you could be mine again Maybe we could make that dream for real, like way back when, etc. Go listen to that if you haven't heard it for the younger people. But if you know, you know the song is so fucking good. So that's what I mean by Baby Tate being able to like use all these like samples and like interpolate them and just make it her own, but do it so perfectly that it's like nostalgic without being gimmicky. Like this is really just like a dope ass mixtape. So in verse one, she says, falling for you is not hard to do, but I'm scared because I got trust issues and so much to lose. Make me feel so nervous. Guess you got a lot to prove. Boy, because my love ain't regular. I bet you knew. So she got it right, right there when she said, guess you got a lot to prove. And that's, you have to go into it like that, especially as a woman. Like you have so much to lose. Like, I don't care. Like it's so annoying when guys try to act like shit is fucking equal or the same. Like it's not. Girls have so much more to lose. Like, when we're talking about sex and like if it's a relationship there's gonna be sex and hello we can get pregnant and yeah no like 
we have so much more to lose and just the way we're viewed in society like the more guys you date like you're a hell your value goes down like don't even get me started like there's this one dumbass bitch on tiktok i'm not even gonna say her name because i know she just wants the fucking clout she's such a fucking huge pick me but she's out here saying like trying to compare girls to cars and like our value like she's like oh something like you're out here like a honda charging like bmw prices like i don't fucking know what she was talking about like she sounds so dumb but this is exactly what i mean like as long as there are dumbass bitches and dumbass dudes out here trying to spread these ugly ass stereotypes that make no fucking sense these whack-ass metaphors that are literally fucking dumb then no girls have more to lose in the eye of society we are freaking deemed less valuable the more guys we date technically because even if you're dating without fucking people are gonna assume that you're fucking like it happens every fucking day so let's not act like that's not true so yes women when you're dating a man they have shit to prove not you like they need to make sure that they know that they're gonna need to show out and prove their love not just with fucking words like words are literally just words you know that right like words don't mean shit so like i was talking about last episode don't fall for a sweet talker some guys know exactly what to say like i don't care how gold degree it sounds but like guys need to prove that they like you with their time and gifts like a guy that invests in you you know he likes you you know he loves you you know he wants a future with you men put money where they see value that's just a fucking fact so if he's being cheap and stingy with you he simply just doesn't see the value in investing in you or showing you that he's like serious so yeah it's scary to date someone new and to look for love but I think doing that can help protect you from getting used and fucked over or taken advantage of. Yeah, so the chorus, kind of like I played, she says, if I fall in love this time, I hope he's the one that'll love me right for life. Make me feel a rush inside. Hope you're the one that'll love me right for life. So yeah, this is just so fucking cute. This is definitely one of those ones that you could send to someone that you're just starting to talk to but obviously not too soon you don't want to like <laughs> creep them out but the lyrics are just like perfect for that situation so you know what i'm saying all right so the next song is what's love which if you are familiar with 2000 r&b you know the song well first of all tina turner what's love got to do with it but there's a song by fat joe featuring ashanti and ja rule called what's love it is so good and also this song she was able to like use a sample without being too obvious about it there's one part and i think like the second verse where she quotes it and then like the melody she kind of follows the fat joe ashanti song but it's just like really quick and then she gets back to her own version of it which is really dope so let me just play a clip of that. Okay, 
her voice is so beautiful in this song. I'm obsessed. So this is the song that I added to the Simpin' After Dark playlist. And the post-chorus is when she says, is it just company? Because she's asking, what's love? And it's like, is it just company? Is it just fucking me? Is that what you love about me? Don't feel like love to me. Is it just wasting time? Don't know why I gave you mine. My heart just ain't what it's been. Don't feel like love to me. So I love this song because it's just about questioning like, what is love? Like, what the fuck are we doing? What is this? And it's so important to, I think, establish that with yourself. Have that conversation with yourself, whether you write it down or you just think about it and internalize it. You need to figure out what is love to you. How do you know someone loves you? Like, what do you expect from them? What do you expect to see physically? What are the feelings that you want to associate with that? Because it's so easy to get off track, especially if you're dealing with like a manipulative person or a narcissist. It's so easy to see what that love is at the beginning and then it changes. So you need to be doing like check-ins with yourself at different points with yourself and with your partner to like really talk about like what is is this still love is this still what we want to be doing because it was something else like a few months ago and now it's kind of changed and I'm not really feeling like my needs are being met anymore this isn't what I told myself love is like these aren't my standards and this isn't what I really want to do so if nothing's going to change then maybe this is where we need to part ways because unfortunately I feel like a lot of people will put up a front at the beginning and they try to act like they are a certain way to get you and then they change. I think sadly some people think that that's what you're supposed to do. You see it a lot with like the older generation when you look at like older women and these marriages that they're stuck in. It's like yeah he used to be really cool at the beginning like he would always take me on dates and like compliment me and buy me gifts and whatever and now he doesn't even pay attention to me and I think sadly like back then and even now I think some guys think that to get a girl you have to do all these things and once you got her you could stop and that is like literally not true at all it's so fucking far from the truth actually shout out Megan the Stallion on um Traumazine she has a song called Star and there was like some lyrics in there that just reminded me of that she says how you get me is how you keep me period and literally that, that's the only line that just popped in my head right now because when she said it I was like yes exactly she's not the first one to say it and she's not the fucking last one to say it but you need to fucking maintain that energy if you want to keep someone and I think that's cashed all so I've definitely talked about this before and I will never stop <laughs> yeah so I love the baby Tate is like questioning like what is love and what does love have to do with shit if you're not fucking doing what you need to be doing you know because at the end of the day you can define what love is to you and someone can keep telling you that they love you but if they're not showing you then is it still love no it's not so just like keep checking in with yourself and verse one so sad she says i know you never loved me but did you even like me you were so cold treated me ugly and that don't look nothing like me I thought I had it together, but you got me pulling up Webster looking for definitions because obviously I was tripping. Wow. So that is so mean. That is such a horrible feeling to have, to have to question whether the person you're with even likes you. Because I feel like you hear about that all the time relationships where it's like, well, we still love each other, but we just 
we're not in love, but we still love each other, you know, because there's a difference. It's like when you love someone, it's just kind of like a automatic thing that happens without thinking about it. It's more subconscious. It's like, well, I have love for them. I love them. But being in love with someone is like, you know, you're deep in love and you're still consciously making sure to make that person feel loved and still just being intentional, you know. I feel like love is kind of like just loving someone is kind of it could be like, oh, we're just comfortable. I'm comfortable with them. It's like, yeah, like you're comfortable after like if you've been with someone for a long time, you're going to be comfortable. But do you still love them? Are you still in love with them? Do you even like them anymore? Because <laughs> that could definitely happen. You could like love someone, but you might not even like them. And that's when you start treating them bad. And that's not healthy. It's not good for either party. So just, yeah, that's sad. The song is really just like, oh. And then the last song that I want to talk about is. It's called Honest and. um pretty much wraps up the mixtape and just the ideas of all of these and what I've been talking about together perfectly. It's about just taking accountability and being honest with yourself. So let me play a clip of that. Maybe I'm the problem. I okay so you get the fucking the drift is that a saying oh my god i swear to god like my brain like what am i saying yeah, so, like, verse one, immediately, she just starts off, like, maybe I'm an alcoholic a little bit. <laughs> I love that she throws in, like, a little bit. Because, you know, sometimes it takes, you got to, like, really ease into it a little bit. And be like, I'm not a full-fledged alcoholic. Like, my life isn't out here, like, in shambles. And I'm not, like, ruining every relationship. But, you know, that is, like, a freaking journey to become an alcoholic and you have to stop yourself at some point and be like wait am I getting there because you can stop it before it is too late so it's important to always check in with yourself and be self-aware and just be honest like literally the name of the song honest hello and then she says and maybe I can get too toxic a little bit maybe I throw fits when I shouldn't maybe I act like a bitch when I wouldn't want nobody to act that way to me so I know all of us ladies kind of cringed at ourselves a little bit there because it's so easy for women to just get moody. Like, obviously, like, we have periods and shit. So hormones and just, like, the way – what it, I keep seeing TikToks about it, and it makes so much sense. It's like the circadian rhythm or something like that. So circadian – Cadian rhythms are physical, mental, and behavioral changes that follow a 24-hour cycle. These natural processes respond primarily to light and dark and affect most living things, including animals, plants, and microbes. So, okay, that's getting a little too sciencey for me. But it's basically just like your natural, like, 
sleep wake cycle just a cycle you go through throughout the day but there's all these other studies kind of and like the crazy part is our lives are based on this you know like waking up and going to work and like maybe the gym or whatever and then winding down until nighttime you know because you have more energy more energy at the beginning of the day and less at night or whatever however it goes but there's all these studies that women's cycle or rhythm is more in tune with like a 28 day thing kind of like your period and how our energies and moods and everything changes throughout those days so yeah in the morning maybe you still have more energy than at night but you also have something affecting you throughout 28 days where you have higher energy like after before your period ends or however it works like I am not a scientist nor have I studied this enough to even be talking about it I'm doing all this just to like help us um, rationalize why we're like a bitch for no reason basically but I think there is a little bit of truth to it but at the end of the day you still got to take accountability and be honest with yourself and be like why am I acting like this like I would not want anybody else to treat me like this so like I should just calm down you know and there's many reasons why women are moody this is not an excuse for like dudes that are like oh yeah see my girl's always nagging me because don't do that she's probably nagging you for a reason but this is more for like I think sometimes women can get stuck in that ugly ass feeling those emotions because like you have felt neglected maybe or whatever and even if somebody fixes it and is trying it's like kind of hard to get out of that and like shake off that mood and those feelings so it's just good to just take a step back and be like okay I gotta do my part too to not be a bitch sometimes maybe I can be a little toxic and throw fits for no reason yeah so this whole mixtape and like all the songs are just about like reevaluating the relationships that you have with yourself and like with partner and just the relationships that you have with friends too with just giving advice and all that so there's a lot of really great themes that are just like perfectly on brand for simpin so that's why i picked this and i'm glad i kind of just discovered her and i'm definitely going to be listening to more of her music and keeping up with her from now on because she's up there for me now all right so like i said i was going to talk about some pick me shit so let me do it and um just stick with me because it doesn't sound like it's going to be pick me shit at first and it's not at first this is a multifaceted story all right so there's a clip i just saw on twitter where it's this couple it looks like they're like at a, a baseball game or something they're like going back to their seats and the guy's walking in front of her going down the stairs and he like turns around and goes gets down on his knee and it looks like he's about to propose and then he pulls out a fucking ring pop after his girl got all excited. And then she, like, fucking slaps that shit out of his hand, I think. Or, like, maybe uh, slaps him over the head or something. I forgot. So, like I said, I don't condone violence, but he deserved that shit, okay? And, yeah, like, it is what it is. Like, let's not act like she could have killed him. But that shit is extremely fucked up. That shit is so just, like... It's not funny at all, and I was, like, looking at all the comments and annoying as guys are just like, oh, she didn't pass the test. She doesn't deserve to get wiped, blah, blah, blah. Like, ew, that is just such, like, ew. 
ugly ass energy to have like if you think you need to like give your girl a test to see if she deserves like oh if she'll accept this ring pop after i just humiliated her then she's worthy like no i don't know what's up with dudes fantasies of girls needing to prove themselves like that like to humiliate them and just degrade them it's ugly yeah so hopefully they broke up whatever but then i seen like some girls this is where the pick me part comes in talking about like oh my god that's cute i would have said yes like girl he wasn't even serious what do you mean you, like you would have said yes like going along with it that's embarrassing and it's just giving such like cool girl energy from gone girl that speech one day i should read that speech on here or talk about it because i think some girls missed the fucking point when they watched that or they never seen it or no, nobody has ever told them, like, hey, you don't have to, like, pretend to be cool with bullshit just for a guy to want you. But even, like, the girls and guys that were just like, oh, my God, it's funny. It's just a joke. It's just a little jokey joke. It's just if the punchline to your joke is somebody being humiliated, that's just not funny. It's just mean. It's just so mean. So I don't know what that dude was thinking, especially if, like, they had like talked about getting married before or something because for her to react like that it seems like she probably wants to get married and has like been begging for a ring or like pressuring him to make the move or whatever because if they hadn't talked about it and if it was just like a little silly joke then I could see like okay yeah laugh it off because like what the fuck are you doing get off your knees first of all but it looked like she was expecting it to be real and that's why she reacted that way so I get it all right y'all that is pretty much it for the episode like i said last time if there's anything you want me to talk about that i missed email me or dm me and i will talk about it and also hit me up about the psycho lover volume three dm me your dating or relationship horror stories your psycho stories let me know it's gonna be a fun one and like i said last time keep an eye out for the amigas podcast shout out to wild seven for hooking your girl up with all this dope gear and for hosting this simpin after dark podcast here at wild seven studios in downtown la i'll see you guys next time bye